0: Welcome everybody on the day after the NXT Vengeance Day We are here on episode number 46 of the Wrestling Fans Insight I am your host, John Hoppy, And returning with us after a one-week hiatus, Heather Heather, how's it going today?
1: Going pretty good, despite my soap opera of life (laughs) I'm glad to be back
0: Well, everything's a soap opera with what we're doing here, so... (laughs) You you just love the real life of it, right?
1: Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we have Carlos also with us. Carlos, how you doing, buddy?
2: Good. Happy Sunday, everybody. Uh, Feeling good. Been so far, so far, so good. Can't complain.
0: (laughs) And is uh, you're not hearing it, and you're hearing that correctly. If that's one of the biggest ironies. Uh, we're without William today, he's kind of got some uh, some uh, personal issues going on, plus he's without a vehicle, so he had a hard time <laughs> getting things working well for him this weekend, so uh, we'll look forward to having him back next week with us, and we might be recording a little earlier due to the Super Bowl, I'm not sure yet. Um, it's just going to depend on how our schedules kind of work well with each other, so... What's the Super Bowl? <laughs>
1: oh, wow. I can't wait for the Super Bowl because the Eagles, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Heather's not biased for this year, is she?
2: I predict, the black, I predict that a black quarterback's going to win the Super Bowl this year.
0: You think what?
2: That a black quarterback's going to win the Super Bowl this year. That's my prediction. A, that a That's my prediction. Oh. Going off on a limb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well...
2: I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. That's
0: that uh, first. I think it's awesome. Oh, yeah. I've never – I guess I never paid attention to that part. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mm-hmm. guess you can say I'm a bad monkey now for the NFL following. <laughs> so, uh, Well, but at least it's better than the 49ers options right now. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. They got
2: options, though. That's like, it's a good, I mean, they're on their DL, but, I mean, they're it's IR, but it's, they still got a lot of options.
0: Yeah, that was just terrible. I felt bad for those guys. Not one real true quarterback was active, and, yeah, that, that kind of hurts. But I'm not going to say that the Eagles didn't deserve to go there. I mean, they still won. But in fairness, yeah, 49ers were not definitely not at full force, so... But I it, think
2: I think was sports though. I think some things are just meant to be though. And I think it, I think it was just meant to be the Eagles year. Right. Yeah, right that's what I think. Yeah. Right.
0: I think so many people discredit the Eagles getting there and I kind of understand some of that view, but it's not like well, they it, it's not it like easy. they I mean, planned it.
2: No. And the thing is, I mean, look if you think about it, they played they played in a division where two other teams made the playoffs. I mean, hello. They earned they earned, they earned their spot. Ugh.
0: Yeah, they did. And I want to give a special shout out to one of my friends out there uh, at Spencer Smith. I think it's MU on Twitter. He's a real, he's a diehard Eagles fan. So I'm kind of rooting for the Eagles for his case just because I, well, I shouldn't say just because, because I've already seen the Chiefs win a Super Bowl. So of course I have seen the Eagles win one too. That was when Nick Foles Actually filled in, and they defeated the uh, the Patriots. That was probably yeah. Not,
2: we don't talk about that one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that one, that one, that one. I was jumping for joy only because it was kind of rebellious against my cousin who was a huge who's a huge Patriots fan. But <laughs> I still love. I want to
2: give a shout to my to my friend Mike. He's Philly kid. He's Philly kid forty two on Twitter, and he's a big wrestling fan and Phillies fan. So I'm rooting for the Phillies for him too. So
0: oh, awesome, awesome. So anyhow, well let's go ahead and get right into our wrestling segment. <laughs> we right. kinda, we kinda, everyone's like, wait a minute, is this the wrestling fans inside or the NFL insight <laughs> here? So no no, you have turned to tuned into the right podcast. We're happy you're here to listen to us and we're gonna get right to it. We're gonna go with pretty much the same format as last week. We're gonna go ahead and start with AEW. For Dynamite, the results, John Moxley defeats Hangman Adam Page in what was one hell of a match. The Acclaimed defeated... I didn't catch their actual names, but I'm just going to go with what Max Caster called them.
2: Oh, that was such a great line.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The the Acclaimed defeated the Bootleg Beverly Brothers. (laughs) I could not stop laughing at that. I'm like, oh, "Oh, that was so true. And then we have Knowski to Defeating Brian Cage. Sorry, Carlos. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Danielson takes on, defeats uh, Timothy Thatcher in the TBS Championship, which, ha ah, ah, they need to have a rematch on this one. Jade Cargill defeats Red Velvet, and in the no holds barred for the TNT Championship, Samoa Joe once again, TNT champion after defeating Darby Allin. And then for the Rampage opening match, the Trios Championship, the Elite retain against the team of Ethan Page, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. Swerve Strickland defeats Brian Pillman Jr. The team of Tony Storm and Soraya defeat the Renegades. And Roosh defeats Christopher Daniels. And why don't we go ahead, and since she's returning, let's start off with Heather on this one.
1: Here's ten minutes of Moxley. Uh, I mean, hey, okay. Yeah, uh, the 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 Moxley and Hangman match that was a killer match. Like I, you know, of course I love Moxley anyway. Um, But yeah, that was a killer match. Just like when uh, Moxley was standing up on the apron and Hangman just threw the chair at him, and he was just like, about like just trying to knock it off him, but you can tell it knocked the hell out of him. Um like the whole match was just brutal. Like I of course every Moxley match is. Um but yeah, it was a really good match. And then um the Takesha and Brian Cage, that was I thought I loved that match too. Takesha is just awesome, like him coming and getting on AEW and wrestling like he is and you know, just everybody just really into him and stuff. And Brian Cage, yeah, that is he's a beast. You know, of course they call him the machine and I see why, because he is killer. And he's he's killing it too. Um and I don't really I'm not really familiar with Timothy Thatcher, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm sure he's uh special because everybody was to when he found but there he was fighting Brian Danielson, everybody was like, Oh Brian Danielson was fighting Timothy Thatcher. And I went back and I kinda of looked over some of his matches and stuff and yeah, he yeah, he lives up to his name of the what is it, they call him the submission submission specialist. Uh What was that move that he did? I forget the name of it. That submission that hold that he did. The chicken wing? Is that what it is? I know
2: that's one of his moves. He's he's pretty. uh yeah, he's he's a submission specialist though. Yeah, yeah it was.
0: Sorry. A, sorry, I don't remember.
1: Well, he kept grabbing his arm and twisting it around. I think it's the chicken like, yeah. Yeah, it like it a chicken wing thing. Yeah, it was the chicken wing thing.
0: It was a modified version of uh the chicken wing that Bob Backlund used to use back yeah, in the day. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, there was, like, he kept grabbing Brian and he had to hurry him and get out of it because it was, like, he, he can't keep you in that because, you know, he can get you. Um, yeah, that, that match uh, I thought was pretty good, too. And the Red belt and Jay Cardhill no. um, Red Velvet really won that match because, you know, the ref was, like, knocked out or whatever. Um, Of course, you know, they gave Jay Cargill the win because she had to get the 50 and 0. And then Samoa Joe and Darby Allen, Darby Allen putting his buddy on the line as usual. Um, he don't care. He'll, he'll die if he has to. Um, but, you know, Samoa Joe got it, the victory uh, because he's just he's just a joke. <laughs> so, and I really want Darby Allen to lose the belt, but there we are. But, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good show overall.
0: And nothing for uh, rampage.
1: <laughs> oh, good Lord, rampage stars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of like forget that show because it's like so short. <laughs> but I, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, the uh, the elite versus. Um, I call I call it the firm because I, I know it was Matt Hardy and Isaiah Caspi, and it was Ethan Page. Is that who it was? Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, that was that was a pretty good match, um, but I just – I don't know. I don't like Ethan Page, and, yeah, but that I'm, I'm just being me. Uh, yeah, i just tell you, I don't like him, so I don't like him. <laughs> uh, you stabbed me in the heart twice. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Brian Cohen Jr. versus Swerve. I can't stand Swerve. Um, so, you know, I, that's just another thing. I don't like the way he turned on Keith Lee and then whoever these guys is – He's which I know Parker Bordeaux, I know Who the other guy is? Um, I really don't like the whole new thing that he's got going on. Um, the match wasn't really nothing to me. I didn't think it was a good match. Uh, Tony Storm and Soraya versus the Renegades. I thought it was good. The Renegades did get a good job. They put on gave them a run for their money. Um, but then of course uh, Tony Storm and Soraya went out. Um, Christopher Daniels versus Roosh. Excellent match. Um, they both really showed out. Um, and Crystal you know, Daniels did a good job and didn't come up short, but he really did a good job. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She didn't miss a step, did she,
0: Carlos? <laughs> Is it my turn? Yeah, go for it. Your turn. <laughs> Man, I
2: mean, I, I, my heart's broken. Tate swerved. Tate's even paid. I mean, I guess she, she, gave, she gave kudos to, 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 to the machine. So I guess we're there. But my gosh, like, ah, oh, my heart's just hurting right now. I got to say, though, if, if, a heel, if you hate a heel, they're doing the job right. So I'll take it as that, you know. So I think mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Um, so again, like for me, like Moxley and Hangman delivered. Uh, I think I think the good thing about this feud and, and the good thing about this match is like and and again kudos to both of them, is I want to see them fight a Revolution. Like it's not it's not like we're we and Ricky Stark. I'm like God, can we just get this over with? Um, I believe really, with Mox and Hangman. I mean I can see them do like a best out of seven, you know, and I could see them fight every week up to Revolution, because they just they just both bring it and they don't they don't hold back and they're and they're and they they're 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 they're, they're hit hard hitting, and they're being stiff, you know. And, and again I just I appreciate that about both of them. And again. It, it makes you not. Don't, I don't see them either one being a heel, but it's like they both just are being like real men, and like you know, we sometimes we're not going to get along. And I, I just, I, I, just love the the brutality of the match. Um, I, I too like. I wrote down, like, you know, bootleg Bret Lee that was really funny. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to see the acclaim drop the titles. And again, if, if I don't get, if I don't get to see them at Revolution, I might be burning down the Chase Center. So let me just, let me just tell you, Tony Khan, you might want to make sure they're on the card. So. Um, or you know, this all the can Sacramento, but um, I, I just I, I I feel like it's a I feel like there's a I feel like Daddy asked is gonna turn. I just feel like you can see it a mile away, and I don't like it. I mean, I feel like I rather see his sons earn his earn his respect without their dad, and I just feel like it's too soon to take the titles off of them. And honestly, the, I don't. This feed doesn't really interest me. I rather see the acclaimed fighting like a heel um, Lucha Brothers, Pinosca um, and Brian Cage delivered. Um, you know, again, I don't, I don't, you know. I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take this chance opportunity to make the machine Brian Cage an honorary member of the Banger Bros because he just delivers banger after banger after banger <laughs> after banger. You know, so he he can be the AEW wing of that um, because I mean he's he's literally just wrestling the best matches of his life. And again, I've been a fan since Lucha Underground, and I mean the first time I saw him, I was a fact trader with them, and the fact that he's from Chico again just was like double points. Um, but for me, like if he's gonna sign, I hope that he signs with with the with the, with the with the with the um, with the hope of you know he's gonna be getting getting put over instead of being instead of being like the Dolph Ziggler of AEW. Um, the one thing for me though is again is it's, I, I want him to stay there because I feel like he's better utilized in AEW or Ring of Honor. I just I feel like AE, I feel like WWE wouldn't really let him utilize all of his 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 uh, his move repertoire, and so I hope he does stay. Um, Brian Danielson and Timothy Thatcher, it was my least favorite match of of the series of matches with Brian Danielson. And I do love Timothy Thatcher again. He's, he's from the nine one six Sacramento. So there are two California, he's another California boy. But for me, it just, I just didn't, I just felt the match just compared to the other matches. It was just, it just wasn't my favorite. It was still a good match. Um, but again, it's just not my, it was my least favorite. Um, I hope, this, I hope this leads. I hope I get, to, to catch that. I hope him. I hope him helping Brian leads to him joining the BCC when Brian and them get back together. Um, Jade and Red Velvet was a great match, and again, I just love seeing how aggressive um, Red Velvet was with that match. And again, I think that you know the, the people who can bring out a good match in Jade need to be commended. And so, you know, I give that to Red Velvet for bringing that good match out of her. That was definitely, and again, I just love how just she was just going at it, how aggressive she was. That was definitely my favorite um, Red Velvet match. And I put that right up there with Jay's match with Sky Blue that she had a few months ago on um, on Rampage. They're both just really good matches. I think she just works better with a, a shorter girl and, again, just someone who can, like, you know, just let her be aggressive. Again, it was a good match for her. Good, It was a good match for her 50th. Um, I feel like they should have left time for a celebration, though. Again, that's one of the things where maybe you know um aew's dino's little two card because you know you're gonna have these yeah those these celebrations when she was like 39 now or she went for pay-per-view i feel like there should have just been a celebration for her 50th win um the main event for darby and joe is awesome um like Heather already said darby can take a beating um i I'm, i just wish they would have took the belt off of darby i wish they would have left it on him to lose to um hopefully to um to hop to powerhouse Hobbs at um, revolution. But I also heard that he's taking time off to go record some stuff for off that some TV show or something. So I get it. But again, I, again, I love Darby as TNT champion. I think he shines best, you know, and it's like, he's definitely one of those guys you give the ball to, and he's going to run with it. Um, and I, I love Samoa Joe again. I'm glad that I'm glad that WWE thought Samoa Joe was washed up because I love the AEW Samoa Joe. I just love his ring psychology you know, like the, just wrapping the towel around his arm to go get Darby and he put it in. Oh, so I love the psychology of the match, you know, people say there's no storytelling, but basically Darby, everything that Darby did to get Joe turned backfired on him in that match, you know, the, the, the table, the, 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 the thumbtacks taking you know, the ring. And he ended up taking everything that he was trying to plan for Joe. So I just, I just thought that was really well done. Um, as far as rampage goes, I wish they wouldn't cut the opening. I wish they wouldn't start with the competitors in the ring for the opening match. Because, again we all know that it's tape but it just it feels so tape when they do that and especially when you when you're licensing wayward son for for the elite like let me get let me see that opening um, it was a fun match again I, I love Ethan page I uh, so you know I all love him doubles for Heather's hate you know um, <laughs> I think he, he, he's a he's a great heel you know and he's he's a self and again I like a self-made person you know I love I love his blogs he goes back to the community he, he shines he helps other all these other things he 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 helps he helps his fellow competitors like he just does a lot for the wrestling community. And I think he's a really stand up guy and um and again he's the kind of guy that I want to see succeed in the wrestling business and I'm just really glad to see him being utilized more on AEW Dynamite and Rampage. And for me again it was one of those it was a good week for me cuz again I got between Dynamite and Rampage I got to see all my favorite wrestlers you know so that was really good um a cassidy dude that guy took a beating too man he's he doug darby too i mean when he got the double kick and stuff I'm like i'm oh a good v trigger i mean good lord um i want to see house of black move away from eddie kingston i want to see them go for the elite and trios titles at revolution so i hope that between now and then that they sum up this this thing because i feel like the, the death turn, the house of black versus the elites the match i want to see for trios titles at revolution for me, with Swerve and Brian Pillman Jr., I like Swerve as a heel again. I, I think he's one of the top heels in AEW. My thing though is I don't feel like he should need the moguls to beat Brian Pillman Jr. And for me, I don't know if you guys watch Dark or Dark Elevation, but Aaron Anderson's been with Brian Pillman Jr. Um, on Dark, and he's forming a, he's forming a tag team with Brock Anderson, like kind of like a Horseman um, tribute thing. And so I wish that they would just continue that storyline on TV. Like I don't understand why Arne wasn't with him out there just like, out there this week. Again, if you're gonna go that way. Especially, if you're going to take him away from um, from the, from. Um, I forget his other tag team partner. and having a mind part the, the Varsity Blondes guy. If you're going to take him away from that. Like at least have Arnaz interview with him there. You know, on TV. Um, again, I just I, I'm tired of seeing the Renegade Twins insert here for tag team to get beat. Um, you know, but again, I, I love seeing Tony and Saraya as heels. Again, I think they made the right turn to making them both heels. So they both play a bitch really well. Um, but again, for me, like the Renegade twins are better as heels too, because they do that twin magic where they, where they switch partners and meet the ring and stuff. So I don't want, I don't want to see them as faces. I want to see them as heels. And again, if, if AEW is not going to sign them, then they, then NXT should get on the phone and sign them for a tag team. Um, Roosh and Daniels, Christopher Daniels was a really good match. Again, Roosh is one of those guys too. Why I I, I want to see him go on a winning streak too because he's in great shape. And again, I I want those Hispanic stars to shine. My one complaint though, and I'm going to say this I don't I don't like how Roosh got one suitcase of money, and is getting possibly five more. And all and all, Brian Cage got was one was one stack of money. So I'm not happy about that. Uh, but that's all I got for AEW.
0: I kind of feel you're a little biased on that situation.
2: Bias? Uh, wrestling fan bias? What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, no, I mean, come on, I mean, he's getting, he's getting, I mean, I guess it's good, but the Mexicans getting the more money, I mean, I guess that's, that's a good, that's a good look for culture, but I'm like, Brian Cage has got 10 grand, and then Rush is getting like 150,000 with five, with the promise of five more suitcases, like, damn, what's up with that, you know?
1: Well,
0: and I hope Mike Rotondo was paying attention there, because, you know, everybody's got to pay their taxes, so. That's I,
2: why he has his bank account in Mexico, what are you talking about? <laughs> taxes. Yeah, we Let's get the border and go deposit in Mexico. What are you talking
0: about? We we need somebody to be hanging around the border there to kind of check those <laughs> transfers and shit like that. So How
2: dare you? <laughs> we'll just we'll just see, get across we'll see, get across the border and ice cream truck. What are you doing
0: Thursday? <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Jeez. There you have yeah. Um I thought John Moxley and Adam Page was a great match. However, I think that is the one match I think and I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. Watch it. it. I think that match should have went to a time limit draw. I mean, I don't think we should have had a decisive winner, because like you, Carlos, I want to see them fight it out at Revolution. I think it would be a killer match between the two, but there's got to be some kind of gimmick in that match to kind of well, make maybe, it of a final maybe, deal. Maybe...
2: Maybe Hangman gets one more win and they're two to two, and then maybe they, they do like a Texas Bull World match or something. You know, they can't. I would love to see a dog collar, but it's, it's, there's been too many dog collar matches. Yeah. But I, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe the Texas Bull World match would be a good one. Yeah. Maybe the, they got to touch. Maybe I think all four corners, that'd be kind of exciting to see.
0: The dog collar match is kind of overstated. It's welcome. Yeah. Texas Bull World. The Roll, Texas
2: Bull World yeah.
0: or a four corners match or a steel yeah, cage a four match. Yeah, people,
2: yeah.
0: You know. Just as long as it's not like a what was that orange mimosa match or whatever the hell that was. Oh, okay. oh, that was well, we're, gonna,
2: we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna be getting cinnamon toast crunch bowl match at WrestleMania, you know, So <laughs> <come on now. laughs>
0: yeah, I hope not. Um, the acclaimed versus the bootleg Beverly Brothers. Eh, it it wasn't the greatest, but it was a nice way to kind of get the ass boys out there to you know, set up a match, but much like Carlos, I think it's pretty obvious we're going to see Billy Gunn turn on the acclaim, or somehow in the storyline say it was a setup all along that it was to get you know, power of attorney for the acclaim you know, to say, hey I can uh, I can approve title matches for these guys, you know I think that's kind of the direction they're going to go with, with the whole match. However, I hope the acclaim retained, but I somehow see the I see the gun club walking away with the championships when it's said and done and who knows, maybe the acclaim will regain them after a rematch. It definitely is gonna be an interesting storyline as it uh progresses. Takeshta and Brian Cage, I loved the match. It was killer. I I almost would say that's one I wish those two could have fight forever because. Brian Cage has become one hell of an improved talent over the years, and I think we're going to hopefully see him have a good singles run if he can break away from the Gates of Agony on the Ring of Honor six-man tag six man tag division. Uh, the TBS, or sorry, I guess I should say Brian Danielson, Timmy Thatcher, I thought it was a solid match, nothing very wowing. Um, it's kind of flattening because of how long it's going to take before we see Danielson take on MJF for the AEW championship. But the good thing we got out of this was when Takeshita came in to save the interference from MJF on that match, we now have a championship and match between MJF and Takeshita, which I think that could almost be a pay-per-view match in itself in the near future, too. Takeshita is really kind of taken the hearts of many here in the US and I think it's I think we're going to see future world champion now that guy no matter which uh, promotion it is the TBS championship thought it was awesome um I loved the I loved the deception of red velvet well technically red velvet had the win but because of Kiara Hogan's interference it kind of costed her friend on that one I would like to see a rematch between the two I love the aggression that we saw out of Red Velvet, much like Carlos said earlier. I thought basically both women had their best match to date because of that. In the No Holds Barred match, Samoa Joe defeating Darby Allen was actually my shocker of the week. I was really hoping Darby was going to retain it. However, with uh, Wardlow coming out after the match, I think it's pretty clear and evident we're going to be seeing Wardlow get his revenge over Samoa Joe. So, going into Rampage, my thoughts, Trios Championship, solid match. Didn't hate it, didn't love it. I think there could have been more out of the two teams for sure, even though it looked like they gave their all. And just, I don't know, there just didn't seem to be some kind of entertainment value for me in that. The Swerve Strickland and Brian Pillman Jr. match felt was just a little bit sloppy. I think Brian Pillman was a little slow with his uh I guess you can say transitions of movesets. It just he felt he looked a little bit off and I really hope he can continues to improve, but I don't hate the idea of him being in Arn Anderson's faction. I really would like to see something similar to like another four horsemen, but I mean you're never gonna get the exact four horsemen we saw back in the 80s and 90s for sure. Tony Storm, Soraya versus the Renegades. I'm with you, both of you on that. I think the Renegades are not being used the right way. They should not be a jobber team on TV. These two need to have something going for them. I although we're starting, although we see them getting some wins on dark. Bring him to TV to just keep losing is not ideal, so we really need to see Tony do something better with those two. Roosh and Christopher Daniels. Great match. Christopher Daniels, as old as he is. Well, I shouldn't say as old, but as great as he is in the ring still. Um. I I don't know. I, if, I hate to keep seeing him being used as like a... Kind of like a
2: glorified in, jobber. Yeah, He's a
0: glorified jobber. Yeah, glorified mm. jobber. Thank you. I just don't like that. I mean, the guy deserves better than that. Or you know, keep him behind the scenes working with the talent like he has been. I just it kind of felt like he was only used only because I think the Jericho Cruz is going, and they didn't really have anybody set up for roosh So.
2: Um, I feel like we're seeing this. I feel like we're seeing the same. Sorry, I you. I feel like we're seeing the same thing in AEW, where like all the guys who helped, who helped build the company, like back in WWE, back in the day, the guys who built it are kind of getting the short arm now. You know, like.
0: <laughs> well, in fairness, though, we're starting to see the women's division kind of take that over, which is a little odd because you would think they would do it with the men first, with yeah. Serena and Tony Storm. It's going to be interesting to see which way uh, Ruby Soho goes toward. I'm thinking she'll be more AEW. I think we see at some point she'd align with the AEW originals. However, I'm kind of thinking Tony Khan might have some surprises up his sleeve on who joins Soraya and Tony Storm. Money,
2: money, money.
0: Yeah. I. <laughs> that could be. I mean... I I think it would be awesome to see Mercedes Monet come in. But who would also join that faction?
2: I think you I mean you could put you could put Serena D with them. I think you could put um yeah, I think you could put Ruby with I mean I would put Ruby with them. I think Ruby could be good as a heel. There's so many, there's different women. I mean Tony Storm, you could also turn Thunder Rose a heel too. You know, there's I mean you could always do that too.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. Um, and if
2: they bought in, they, they brought in, um, they brought in um, what's her name, um, the one from Impact Wrestling, Diana De- prazo
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know though that one. She didn't really. She was only at WWE for a cup of coffee though. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if you could. I don't know if that would be a good. I mean, he could go
2: he could, could, could go get Mandy Rose. You go, you get Bandy Rose. You get, you get, you get, you know, you get. You get Ruby to join them with Mandy Rose and and then and then with um, Mercedes. There you go, right there. That's a that's a that's a oh,
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how, how long's been Mandy been gone from WWE? Do we know? A couple
2: months, I think, like two months now. I mean, she but she she got fired. I do not think she had I do not think she had a I don't think she had a ninety day. I I think I remember seeing something about that.
0: Oh really? Because I thought no matter what, they were all on ninety day after the whole Alistair Black whoops. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, they probably, even though it's been. I think it's been two months now.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, so yep, that will definitely be interesting if that uh, happens. I think that would be one hell of a pickup for AEW.
1: But I don't think Mary Rose is studying that wrestling though. Not right now. Not after all he's making.
2: <laughs> well, but but, but, but Tony Khan lets her keep doing that. She has nothing to lose, and everything, she has everything to gain by keeping her keeping her name in the wrestling business. And if Tony Khan comes with a million dollar contract, why wouldn't she do it?
0: Well, well I, yeah, I Tony
2: cares
0: that. about that stuff. Well, yeah, keep in mind yeah. Tony Khan doesn't hold them for doing things outside the promotion yeah, exactly. either. So yeah. it it's a win win for Mandy Rose if she decides to sign something with AEW, whether it's long term or short term. You know, I mean Yeah, I mean I Go ahead.
1: I thought that whole situ- I thought that whole situation was just shitty. Like, you know you we know, had getting fired and everything like it just like I just couldn't believe it you know I think think i think about she, about I, think she
2: want, I think she wanted to get fired is my opinion I think she wanted to get fired at approval point because because okay. because because they because they, they, they gave they gave her the chance to take it down and she wouldn't do it and uh, I think she did it to approval point because she she wanted she, I think she did it in a way like what 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 I think she's being she's doing what Mercedes is doing right now in a way She's fighting for the women to, in order to be able to, to, to be able to maximize themselves and make more money and get paid, because just to show, you know, she was on a regular talent contract in NXT, and you know, on a main, main main roster contract, and just to show how the women still are, can still go a long ways of getting paid, up to what the men are getting paid. I think she's doing it for a reason.
0: Well, and a good way okay. to in a good way to go is if they do sign Mandy Rose, um, think of how Soraya went when she was paid in WWE. And, what was it was it twitch i can't remember which social media it was but uh wwe was hounding all the talent for using uh one of the newer platforms or it was twitch yeah it was twitch Twitch? okay yeah yeah i mean they were hounding the talent to shut down their twitches i think aj styles and uh cj perry also known as long yeah Those were were the first two that kind of bowed down, but Paige stood her ground on that one. Yeah,
2: exactly. She did.
0: And I think that would be a good storyline if Mm -hmm. AEW signs Mandy Rose. That would be one way to say, hey, look, we were tired of all the bullshit. We're the originals. We're coming in here doing things our way. We're not being held down anymore. You know? They
2: should bring her in with the Iconics. Bring her in with the Iconics.
0: Ooh, that See, that would be another good signing right there as well.
2: Oh, I love those girls. Oh, my
0: gosh. Uh, they, as annoying as they play on TV, they are awesome. Uh, they're awesome. Yeah, hey, Yeah. I think that would definitely be one hell of a good thing right there going for AEW if they were to pick up at least four or five of those girls. It would be awesome.
2: Yeah, the only thing with Mandy Rose is there's there's gonna have to be some, some, some feelings that are mended because her husband's the one say Tino or her fiance. Yeah. That's the guy that freaked out, so they're gonna have to mend those fences. But other than that, like make it work.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I I'm sure if the money's right, anything's gonna yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. So Oh yeah. Hey
2: hell! Also, uh, I, no, I, I I approve of those new haircut. By the way, yeah, <laughs> but we like.
0: Oh, uh, you, you you find you finally found it in yourself to accept the short hair. Yeah,
2: um, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this is looking
0: good. <laughs> well, I well, I was going to say, as a guy who shaves his head, I've been okay with it.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, we like. It looks good. He looks like <laughs> he looks like a movie star now. I'm like, oh hello.
0: I think he could make any hairdo look good is the problem. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. hell
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh.
0: All right. Well, did you guys have any else? To, do you guys have anything further for AEW this week?
2: Oh, one thing i like is I think, I hope we're going to see Soraya versus Jamie Hayter at Revolution. I think that'd be a fun women's match. For
0: the, for the championship? Final. Yep. Yeah, I hope Jamie Hayter actually holds on to that championship, <laughs> to be honest. She's been red hot with the fans, so I don't see a sense to changing the championship yet. However, things can happen in a hot minute anywhere, so.
2: Yeah, but I don't, I don't yeah. see the point either, but, but if Soraya took it off of her, that would add so much heat to that faction, though. That's one thing you got to consider.
0: That's true.
1: No, nah, I think, I think Shejaito needs to keep it for a while. And for Soraya to just come back and to get about that quickly, I don't think that would look good.
0: Well, that or what we could do is we could have Saraya, Tony take back the women's championship and Soraya take the TBS championship and have all the AEW originals unite and have an ass-kicking storyline going on right there.
2: Yeah, the 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 thought of the thought of Jade and, and Soraya wrestling scares me though. I feel like Jade might hurt her. Like I don't want that's so, like, not a match I want to see. Oh, <laughs> to be, wait a
0: minute, wait a minute here.
2: Wow. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Hey, I'm just keeping it real.
0: You Keep just, it 100. Dad Sorry, You just did me that, dirty. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well i guess it sounds like a good match but i mean i'm just fearful of that i'm just fearful like of the command i don't know if i trust because jade's still green a little bit she's only had 15 matches in her career
0: <laughs> well you know though she has improved though i mean
2: oh she has for sure but i guess you always worry about injuries and stuff like that you know?
0: oh well and that's the thing injuries can happen at any time with anyone it doesn't matter how good you are in the ring yeah there, there's good Go it's just gonna happen i mean Nobody's perfect. I mean, but you do have to make sure you protect your opponent at all times too, a la Goldberg. Yeah. But uh, you know, right? Yeah, it just you. I'm sounding like an idiot today. I don't know why. <laughs> oh wait, <a> man, that's <laughs> but the other I, I, day. Don't want, I don't. I don't want.
2: I don't want them. I don't want them waiting for Chris Statlander to. It's time. It's time to take that belt off of Jade.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's if we can get Chris Statlander to stay healthy. That's been her biggest right? issue. Yeah. Is in the yeah. last two years. I think she's been out more than in. Twice. Yeah. 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 I mean, she's had unfortunate luck as of late, but we can only hope she gets better here shortly. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We're now going to get into the fun part. We're going to get right to WWE for Monday Night Raw. In the opening match, it was an Elimination Chamber qualifier. Seth Freakin' Rollins defeats Chad Gable. Eo Sky gets the victory over Candice LeRae in another Elimination Chamber qualifier. Johnny Gargano defeats Baron Corbin. Rick Boogs makes his return after being injured at WrestleMania from last year and gets the quick victory over The Miz. In yet another Elimination Chamber qualifier, Bronson Reed manhandles Dolph Ziggler, and in the main event, Cody Rhodes defeats Finn Balor. For SmackDown in the Tag Team Championship Contender Final Tournament, Braun Strowman-Ricochet defeats Imperium, which Braun Strowman-Ricochet will face the Usos next week, I believe just for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. For the SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair retains against Sonya Deville. The Viking Raiders defeats the Brawling Brutes. And in the main event, the Elimination Chamber Qualifier for the Women's, Natalia defeats Selena Vega. Shayna Baszler and Shotzi, and we're gonna just kind of hold off on NXT Vengeance Day to the next segment. So why don't we just go ahead and get through our reviews on this one? And this one, we're gonna start with Carlos. So yeah, um,
2: I, again, I love I love the opening promo for Cody Rhodes. Um, you know, I, I thought he's just a, he does a really good job, and again, he, the man can talk, and um, and again, uh, you see why you know they. Um, they're, they're, you know, they're strapping the rocket to I him. and again, like we talked to about before, like last week, um, you know, I think it's really important that they that they show the people from AEW um, that they come over to WWE, the how they'll be treated correctly. Uh, I still wish they were kind of, I still wish they I mean, you have two titles. I wish Sammy was getting to fight Roman at Mania um, because I think that, um, you know, WWE shouldn't take for granted when fans when fans put over somebody. And seeing how over you know, Jay is right now and Sammy is too, I, I would I would take that and run with it. And I wouldn't take the fans' fandom for granted. And I don't think the fans are going to turn on Cody, but at the same time, I don't want to see him worse, wish working against that. Um, that's just my general synopsis for WWE. Um, with Boogs and Carmella, I wish they would have had their returns at the Rumble, um, especially Carmella. You know, she's coming back from a miscarriage. Um I just, I, w- I think that she deserved that pop, you know, to, to get at the Royal rumble. So I'm kind of, I'm just kind of kind of taken back as to why they didn't have her come back then. Um, and I'm not really happy with Boogs getting separated from Shinsuke. Cause I think that was a really cool thing. And again, if they're going to maybe make him an Elias attacking, but again, I just think of Boogs and Pat McAfee and Shinsuke on SmackDown. And it's such an exciting part. And I don't see why you pull him away from Shinsuke. Cause I just think he's going to be annoying on his own. If I'm being honest, I like it with boobs. Um, but he just comes off as a little too annoying for me, um, by himself. Um, Rhea chasing Charlotte feels like, feels like a Vince thing to me if I'm being honest, but at the same time, um, I think that it's, it's the right move. Cause I feel like Rhea, you know, you go beat the top person and that is Charlotte. Um, even though I would have liked to seen her versus Bianca, um, Rollins, Rollins and Gable tore the house down. That was a really fun match. You know, I like the fact that we're going to see the street prophets in the mix next week. Um, you know, I think that that's a really good thing. I, I wouldn't mind, you know, honestly, if they, if they turned, um, if they turn Jay into a, a singles, and they turned, um, you know, um, I can't, um, Bianca's husband, I can't, Montez Ford, I, I wouldn't I, I would <laughs> mind seeing, I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, Jimmy Uso and, um, and the other guy from the Street Profits become a tag team. You know, I think that'd be kind of a cool storyline. Um, you know, why not? But I, I, but again, I think the street profits, they, I think they deserve that. I think it's really cool. Dawkins, you know, what am I seeing Dawkins and who sells a tag team? Why not? That's be a cool storyline. But I think that I think I'm excited to see them going after the, the U S elimination chamber match. I think it was smart to put Bargano in there again, just kind of letting fans see what he can do and kind of letting fans see, um, you know, let fans fall over the guy. Cause he's a good wrestler. I think he does have some, up, something to offer the main roster. Um, the one thing for me is there was too many knock at the cabin commercials. I felt like way over. And again, it's like one of those things where you know, like they're already talking like cinnamon toast crunch match. You know, people have been making jokes about it how they're gonna be a be a sponsor at, at um, WrestleMania. But it's like okay, like we get that these companies give you a lot of money, but it's just it was too much. Like there could have been another match for all the times that that movie got promoted during during Raw. Um, and to me, I feel like the bloodline, there should have been some kind of bloodline, you know, thing on, on Raw. I feel like they were really missing that, and I feel like they kind of took away from the mat, from the show. Um, I wish. I, mean, I also wish Elimination Chamber was a couple more weeks away. I feel like it's just happening so fast. Um, as far as SmackDown goes, I mean, that match between Ricochet, Braun, and Imperium was a lot of fun. I love Imperium. They're definitely one of my top ten. Um you know, I hope that the SmackDown titles come off of the Usos next week. Maybe, you know, we get to see, you know, um, Solo and, 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 and Jimmy lose the titles to them. Because I think it'd be just fine having Kevin and Sammy grab for the Raw titles. Um, because I think teams like Imperium and I think teams like the Viking Raiders deserve to have a match at Mania besides being in, like, an Andre Giant Battle Royal. So I'd like to see, like, some titles away from the Usos just so those, maybe we get, like, a fatal Four-Way match at Mania. You know Braun and you know Ricochet versus Imperium versus you know um, you know the Viking Raiders and another tag team. I think they deserve that. You know they they've carried Smack in to me the Braun and Brutes. You know I don't I think they've carried SmackDown a lot for this year and they deserve that. Um, you know I acknowledge my new travel chief Dominic Mysterio. I think he's doing a great job. Uh, I thought that was fun, but again to me like I feel like Ray should have went after him and beat his ass. You know like he should have went after him after getting attacked in the back. He didn't really go after him. You know at the NASCAR, but again good for WWE to get that crossover. And again, to me, like that wasn't, I rather just had like, that was instead of seeing that all throughout SmackDown, like I wish it would have, like if they're going to, you know, promote Dave's matches, Dave's, uh, you know, Dave's movie on draw. It should have just been one segment like that was on SmackDown. Um, Charlotte and Charlotte. i sorry, better from which bring it on to about dominant. <laughs> Charlotte and, and Sonya was a, was a good match. Charlotte is such an improvement over Ronda's champion. It's like night and day. Um, and again, I like Charlotte Flair again. Maybe she's been shoved down If that's a little bit too much, but at the same time that that was their choice to hobbit of the title with her so much. Um, you know, she, that's how Vince wanted to book things. And that's not her, you know, and I, I, I like seeing her get appreciated. Um, congrats to Natalia on Italia, winning a spot in an elimination chamber match. Um, if I'm being honest, I mean, none of the women are really exciting for me personally. I mean, I guess Asuka to fight Bianca, but I just, I got to see more development in that. Um, I do like that Becky's out in there. It makes me think that maybe we're going to get some, you know, good more undercard matches at Mania. I would, I would have mind seeing Becky and Bailey in an Iron, Iron Woman's match at Mania. Um, one thing for me too about SmackDown we're on is like, you know, it came out in the, in the um, sheets this week that Leah's not on TV because it had nothing to do with her. And Triple H for me, like work on building the tag team division up more, man. Like to me, like, like you should be utilizing these women, you know, like you know, I feel like with SmackDown, they they know they're gonna have the Usos, on. they know they're gonna have the bloodline, the bloodline um, story coming out there, so they know fans are gonna stay attuned to it. So use that time to start building some tag teams, you know, and have a lead on TV, and use those women and just start building some women tag teams, you know, like girls need friends in their lives, girlfriends. Um, you know, Roman and Sammy, like I already said before, I wish they was, I wish they, they till Mania because I think Sammy's earned that thing. And again, I guess we should be grateful that Sammy, we're getting this with Sammy as it is. But I feel like you know getting getting that a mania, than getting Jane Jimmy at mania fighting each other is more is more is more appetizing to my fandom than what we're gonna get. So that's all I got for Raw and SmackDown.
0: All right, Heather, you want to give your
1: take? Um, after all that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, Seth Rollins and Tag Abel match, I, I loved that. One. That was a good match. I was happy that Seth won. Chad Gable, uh, I I used to couldn't stand him, but I'm starting to like him a little bit better. But I like Seth Rollins better. Um, But yeah, I thought it was a really good match. And I'm so over fucking damage control. Like, you always got to interfere in all the matches. The matches cannot be like clean wins or nothing. No, it always has to be interference and all that. Um, I was hoping Candice LeRae would win. But, of course, EO Sky won because Bailey and the Kai had to interfere. Um, I was glad that Johnny Gargano got the win over uh, Baron Corbin. And I thought it was so funny with Dexter Loomis outside the uh, ring with his axe and putting the axe in uh, JBL's hat. I thought that was hilarious. Um, and the match, it was good to see Rick Boo's back, um, and then, then you know, the quick little match with Mia's, I thought that was funny, um, and then the Dolph Ziggler and Bronson Reed match, it was so obvious who was going to win that, um, like, it just was a mixed match, uh, match, <laughs> so, and Cody versus Finneller, um, yeah, it was a pretty good match, and I was glad that Cody won, um, but, you know, I kind of like as good as Cody back and everything, and like it was, you know, obvious that he was going to win the Royal Rumble. But like all the video they kept doing, you know, leading up to his return and all that, and him, him. it's like it was getting so old. And, like by the time he came, I was already over it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm probably in the minority there, but I'm just like I'm glad to see him back. I'm glad that he got over his injury and everything. But I'm just, like, I'm kind of over it already just ran it into the ground. And it was obvious that he was going to win the Rumble. And, okay, good, he's going after the title and, you know, all that. But I don't know. I'm just I'm already over it. And But, I mean, I'm, everybody else isn't. And, you know, it's a big deal for all of them. But, like I said, I'm probably a minority on that. But, okay, that's all I got for Raw. Um, and then on um, the Ricochet and Braun versus Imperium, I thought was a great match. Um, Ricochet and Braun have been really working good together. Um, Imperium of course is an excellent, um, tag team. Uh, they really got there and put on a good, good show. Um, but like I said, Ricochet and Braun have been working really, really good together. Um, I was glad, you know, that they got a win. Um, Um, over Sonya Deville and Charlotte, like, okay, you've done enough matches, go away, go on to somebody else. Um, I was like, just sick of the repeat matches, and Sonya always, give me a a title shot, give me a title shot. Go on. You had your your chances, go on. Charlotte needs to go on to somebody else. The Rolling Brutes and Viking Raiders, okay, the way the Viking Raiders have come back with this new packaging and all that, and Valhalla and... I just, you know, I, I don't like it. Um, you know, of course, they got the win. And then Shayna and Natalia and Shotzi and Selena um, for the elimination match. Um, it, was, it was good. It was good. Of course, it supposed to be. And then i um, happy to see Natalia won. And the ending of the SmackDown was just superb. Um Roman coming out there and Sammy attacking him, spearing him, and all that just made the night. That was the perfect end to the show. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Yeah, that was, it just made my night. You know, I was just hollering at the TV and just, yes, yes, yes. So yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we were hoping, yeah. we were hoping you would have a video shot of. Your reaction seeing Sammy attack Roman.
1: <laughs> oh God, I loved it. But I didn't what I didn't understand is when he came out there, they didn't they didn't do Roman like I was expecting them to. Like they did, you know, at Royal Rumble. They was really like booing him, you know, F U Roman and all this. When he came out on Smackdown they were hardly booing him like I expected them to. And a lot of people expected them to be booing him more than that. And I like I really that really confused me right there.
0: Anyways, I'll get right to mine real quick here for raw i'm I'm a little bit uh curious as how they went about with doing the elimination qualifiers for a United States championship match. I somehow think no matter who all they put in the match, theories is gonna somehow still walk out United States champion because if some way somehow Bobby Lashley gets in there. I think Brock Lesnar is going to be obvious to come in and have his way and takes Bobby Lashley out of that match, which I think will end up setting up a Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I I keep thinking they might have that match before it, but it wouldn't make sense at this point. So I really hope that's the direction they're going. As far as the whole... Uh, damage control bit. I kind of think they're lost on what to do with them because we keep seeing them in singles matches and then later in the night, Becky Lynch getting her way with Bayley to get that steel cage match, which I believe is going to take place on this coming Monday Night Raw. So I don't know, unless they're going to have Becky align with um, Candace LeRae and Meechin. I'm not really sure where that's going to go. So it's kind of a dud issue with all the women involved in that. Um, Cody Rhodes, Finn Balor. I thought the match was actually a pretty good one. Um It just didn't make sense to have them fight each other when you got Edge and Beth Phoenix returning. And you got Beth Phoenix taking care of the Rhea problem while Edge is laying to waste on the other three guys. So... I'm not, yeah, kind of a little, I'm wondering if we're going to see maybe a six-person match or even a mixed six-person match going on with those involved in uh, SmackDown. A little interesting to see how uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet personally interacted on Twitter with (laughs) Braun Strowman calling out all the flippity flippers, but... It wasn't a bad team either. I think they had good tag team chemistry. I do wish, though, Imperium would have won that match because I think it would be interesting to see Imperium take on Bloodline members. The SmackDown Women's Championship. I thought Sonya Deville did a much better job in this match than what she has in the past. I just wish they would kind of do something that makes a little more sense with her, build her up to those types of title matches rather than just making it seem like she needs to be granted a title match. I think they're kind of doing Sonya a little bit dirty. However, the good thing is they had Charlotte retained because that's going to keep the storyline with her and Rhea. Really interesting to see if Rhea gets her redemption on Charlotte at WrestleMania. The Viking Raiders, I kind of... Yeah, I i think they lost their steam when they repackaged them and then ended up losing in a tag team contest to what was it hit row and i can't remember who the other team was just drove me nuts do you remember that one carlos oh i think we lost carlos (laughs) are you there heather
2: wasn't it
0: yes that's what it was okay thank you yeah i it Sorry, was, I was
2: getting
0: some coffee in my body right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. No, I. When they had that uh, three way tag match between Legato del Fantasma, Hit Row, and Viking Raiders, and they have Legato del Fantasma. No, it was Hit Row that won that match. I'm just scratching my coconut. Like, wait a minute. We repackaged the Viking Raiders to become in as uh,
3: domi- <laughs>
2: Dominating
0: Brutes. They made have a new
2: day job to them too. We have the new day job to them. I
3: mean, come
0: on. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> they, they totally kind of, they totally missed the ball with what they were doing with the Viking Raiders. Um, I just hope maybe somewhere, I don't know. You can't really re repackage them now. It's kind of, it's kind of like the dabakato deal, which we'll talk about when we get into veg Day results. It, Dabakato was booked to be this really strong force until they had Braun Strowman pretty much make him his bitch. <laughs> you know, it just did no good after that. So, and then the Elimination Chamber match for the women, Natalia obviously was going to be the victor since Elimination Chamber is going to be up there in Canada. So, it kind of makes sense. However, I don't see Natalia winning that one. I I think someone. Outside, uh, I think someone from the SmackDown women's roster is going to win, of course. Because we got Rhea Ripley now challenging the SmackDown women's champion. Rhea being a Raw talent. It's only going to make sense to have a SmackDown woman go and challenge the Raw women's champion. So, um, as far as the whole Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns segment there... I thought it was good. The only missing element, of course, was Jey Uso. The kinda, I thought Jey Uso somehow was going to sneak in there and stop the attacks, but it actually ended up being Roman stopping the attack and saying, okay, Sammy, I want you at the Elimination Chamber, and which is going to be a good match. I think they're going to book it to where Sammy nearly defeats Roman, but Roman will, of course get that last finisher in there and take Sami Zayn out. I think we're going to still see, end up, eh, we're still going to end up seeing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn team up and take one of the tag titles off the Usos. I think it's pretty clear Cody's going to take the undisputed WWE Universal Championship off Roman. Unless they go the other direction, maybe Sammy ends up taking one of the titles off Roman. But I don't see it going that direction, as they've already announced it being both titles on the line. So, but it wouldn't be a bad idea either. Did you two have anything else as far as uh, Raw or SmackDown this week?
2: Uh, the one thing I thought was cool that I wanted to throw out there is um, is I think that it's cool that they that they actually utilize the the last four women of the, of the Rumble. Being in the Elimination Chamber match, I think that was really cool. And again, that's the kind of storylines that I like seeing is um, is seeing like those women getting to getting to to, to kind of um, getting to um, just utilizing that. I think that was really cool, really cool thing they did for the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Um, and for me, like the one thing I want to say is I'm not looking forward to, the, to Bray Wyatt Uncle Howdy story whatsoever. You know, and but I don't want to shit on it because I know there's a lot of our our friends love it, but it's not my cup of tea but again we don't have to like everything but just right away i'm like oh my gosh this is gonna be another six months slow thing, isn't it and i'm just i'm not into it <laughs> not at all
0: <laughs> No. Uh, and i want to point out a comment my wife posted in the chat here
2: i just saw that too yeah
0: yeah so sarah k hoppy Wink, wink. She got Looking a picture like, up too. I like, judge? Yeah, I like, yeah. Got a
2: picture up there.
0: Yeah, she's showing nice. off now.
2: <laughs> yeah, she is showing that belt.
0: She stole my championship. Damn her!
2: <laughs> I, I, I can see her pinning your ass for it. Don't <laughs> what <you're> talking about?
0: <laughs> Maybe. i made you submit? We're we're not we're not going to talk I'll about go, that. <laughs> you have his voice changed really quick
1: Heather yeah <laughs> there we go
0: but anyway, Sarah K Hoppy writes a comment you don't think they will let Natalia win in heart country I don't think so I think they need somebody who's younger and not necessarily younger but they need a rising star that to challenge Bianca to be honest um, I think Natalia is Doing a great job being a coach to all the talent that we have now. Although I wouldn't mind seeing one more title run out of Natalia. I just don't know if right now is the time for it. I would like to see it to go to someone like Raquel Rodriguez. Who else is in that match? I forgot.
2: Oscar. Liv. I think Oscar. Yeah, Oscar.
0: Oscar. You could have Oscar against Bianca. You could have Liv against Bianca. The only problem is, do we have a heel in that fatal, or in that elimination chamber yet?
2: No. Well, oh, Oscar, wait a minute. Is Oscar face or heel? I
0: I don't know. No, I take that back. Oh, Nikki Cross. Nikki, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross yeah. is a heel. I just don't yeah. I just don't see Nikki Cross coming out. And
2: so is Nevin. Nevin. is, too. She's badass. I could open up my snare with to be awesome,
0: honest. Yeah. I mean, it's going to depend also on the result of the qualifier on Raw this <sighs> week, too, so... Yeah, I, I think we're gonna have a lot of interesting options. So yeah. I think we'll eventually I don't know. I think we'll eventually figure out who could be the winner after we see who wins Raw. But I'm thinking we're gonna probably more than likely see a smackdown talent win that Elimination Chamber match. My my gut is they'll probably either go with Raquel or they'll go with Liv.
2: No, I I hope live too. And just to touch on what Heather said too, I, I don't I don't really think Triple H is doing Cody any favors <laughs> with how with how they're um, with how they're they're doing all his vignettes and also like you know like they're talking about uh, I think on the Grap City podcast on on future too, like having him come out on number thirty was a mistake too. Like, you know, they should have had him come out and five it more than having him come out number thirty. Or right? hell and I hope Triple H isn't trying to undercover sabotage or him because I think that'd be a mistake. Yeah, but I just I definitely don't think he's doing
3: him any
0: favors whatsoever. <laughs> well, and that's one thing William pointed out last week is they should have had Cody out much earlier than number 30. Because, of course, you saw Finn point that or not Finn, but X con Dom point that out at on uh, Raw at the beginning segment this week, how Cody was gifted number 30, which obviously that's not the case. I understand why they put him at 30, but if they really wanted to make Cody's story look really good, I think they should have had him enter in the middle of the Rumble than anything. It was just way too obvious. Plus, I believe that is the first time in Rumble history we had back-to-back winners at the number 30 position because Brock Lesnar the year before was number 30 and won that. So it was... Kind of a little weird. I think that was the, I believe that is actually the first time in history that's happened. So I'll have to go back and check that now. I'm kind of interested.
2: <laughs> maybe they'll do, maybe they can do like the, a storyline where Cody puts his, he puts his, he puts his baby a spot on the line at, at Elimination Chamber.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, and I, I think they kind of way overdone it with the vignettes. I would have waited till it was a little closer to the Rumble. Or had Cody... Well,
2: then doing them afterwards is kind of like, really, you're still doing them? Like, stop it already. They're not yes. doing, like, a... Like, again, are they kind of undercover trying to sabotage
0: them? <laughs> I, I, I think they're going to put the... I think they're going to have the John Cena effect if they keep doing that. And you don't want to do that with Cody. And, you know, what's scary is the, the amount of, the amount of uh, pop that Seth Rollins is getting and Sammy is getting. I, I really hope... They're going to plan this a little more careful with the elimination chamber with Roman and Sammy. To me, well, they, they,
3: need to think, they
2: need to look at Rollins and look at how long it took them to get him back to where he's at now. And they need to knock it off with Cody already. Because it took Rollins a long time to get back to where he's at.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Do you two have anything else to throw in there? Just
1: uh, go Sammy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Heather. Huh? Acknowledge us.
1: Put your ones. Put
2: your ones in the air, not the middle ones. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Sorry for that, we had to take a small little break You know, for some of the platforms to get their bills in So we're going to start talking about uh, at WWE NXT Vengeance Day They had their premium live event last night As of this recording We'll get right to the results For the opening match The NXT North American Championship Champion Wesley retains against Dijak For the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship The new champions Fallon Henley And Kiana James defeats Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Carmelo Hayes gets a clean sweep victory 2-0 on Apollo Crews in the two out of three falls match. In the fatal four-way for the NXT Tag Team Championship, we have new champions, Gallus defeating The New Day, Pretty Deadly, and Chase University. The triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship, Roxanne Perez retains and overcomes the odds as she defeats both Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane, And in the main event, the steel cage for the NXT Championship, Braun Breaker retains over Grayson Waller. And why don't we go ahead and start off with Heather on what she thought.
1: Uh, well, to begin with, that first match, uh, Wesley versus Dajit, that was just a killer match. Um, just all around, I like, I just enjoyed the match completely. Um, you know, everybody was talking about what a great match it was. And I was glad that Wesley retained because, you know, he really deserved it. Um, the Fallon Henley and Keanu James versus, uh, Chanson Carter. It was a great match. Um, it's just kind of like Ke- Fallon Henley and Keanu James together is just wild because, you know, they hated each other and now they're working together and they, they're together pretty good. Um, it was just wild that they got the championships, you know, with them just being a tag team just, you know, just now, really. Um, and um, Carmella Hayes and Apollo, that was a good match. Um, and, you know, Carmella, Carmella got the, the two out of three falls, like, with no problem at all. Um, and so he won, and, like, sitting from way at the end of the show when Bron kept his belt, and uh, Carmelo came out, so you know, for Carmelo versus Bond. I think it's stand and deliver, is what they said. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. And then um, the uh four way tag tag my, for the NXT. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. The NXT Championship. Gallus won, Gallus won, which I was kind of expecting that with you know with them coming back in uh, with their uh, presence and their, 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 their strong presence and all that I was sure they had to win anyway I was hoping the new day would um, re- retain but I just didn't think they would um, and Gigi Dolan and JC Jane uh, versus Roxanne it was uh, it was a okay night. I just I don't really like uh, toxic Attraction. They're bitches, you know, excuse <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: no, Don't sugarcoat this, Heather. Will you just be blunt?
1: <laughs> but, you know, I was glad that Roxanne retained and you know, I really like her, you know, um, her and the Prodigy, prodigy you know, like Brooker uh, T, you know, teaching her and all the stuff that he did. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that she's the champion. Um, and Brumbreaker and Grayson Waller. I cannot stand Grayson Waller. Um, uh, yeah, he's an ass. Uh, <laughs> like, <'cause, laughs> but the match was blossomy, blossomy, blossomy. The match, like, just for me a steel cage match, it just didn't seem like to really be as as brutal as, you know, like, I thought it would be, you know, which, of course, they made it where you couldn't, like, find out of the cage, you know, you couldn't win be pinned for a submission. Um, but a couple of spots, you know, was pretty good and all that, but, you know, it just wasn't really all that, but, you know, then Braun retains and, of course, like I said, it set out Braun versus Carmelo. So, yeah, I, it was I, it was a pretty good show. Like, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, because, you know, me and my love-hate relationship went in, it's but yeah I've enjoyed the part, the show
0: Carlos do I dare ask for your review? Are you gonna be as like beat around the bush <laughs> yeah. on this one?
2: Wow I mean Jesus <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> you know actually I, I thought I thought this was a good week for NXT you know before before we get into Avengers Day I wanted to just shout out the regular NXT program on Tuesday. Um, I thought it was a really good show. You know, the in this year versus you know the um, the um, Creed brothers. Uh, Creed brothers, thank you. Mine parts. You know, like I feel like I feel like I feel like they just. I feel like this was a really good show again, and it really it was a really good week for Chad Frost. You know, um, I think um, you know I think that I think you know he did. I think they did a really good show building into the program. I thought it was again. I thought it was a really the really best NXT in a long time. But vengeance again! Shout out to DiJack who broke his finger at the end of the match and was still like just still sitting there, just chilling on the mouth the broken finger. I was like, "Yikes!"
0: Yeah, that um, was pretty but, brutal but, to see. That was
2: brutal, you know. Uh, but I was like, you know, I, I was I was at work and so I, I didn't take my I didn't take my lunch and break as early as I did for Royal Rumble, but I took it at my lunch right at the time of the tag team match. And then I so when I got home, I got to watch the opening match, and I mean, that opening match was amazing. I mean, spoiler alert: going isn't even number one on our top ten this week. Um, you know, I feel like I feel like again. You know, um, I feel like Wesley benefits from having Chad Frost around because I think that he coaches him on how to how to sell as, as a small man. Because um, he just did a really good job this week of, of selling for Die and again, he just makes every made every everything look brutal. And again. I think it's good to have a coach and a leader who's a small wrestler like you, like you are, because I think that he's benefiting from him just like Carmelo is. And, you know, as far as much as people give, you know, Carmelo and that relationship, I think, you know, there's obviously a relationship between Wesley and Chad Frost, too. And I think he just does. He did a really good job of making Dijak look like a million bucks. I wanted Dijak to get the win, but he didn't. Uh, I I didn't really understand Tony and Sachs coming out to interfere in the match. That was the only thing that was kind of a negative for me. Again, unless it's Tony Angelo is going to be the one to um, to dethrone him at um, Sand in the Liver. But again, doesn't make sense because Tony's lost to both those guys already. So I was kind of like thrown off by that. Uh, again, the I like again the the women's tag match. Again, that was like a nice throwback to like 80s and 90s. Like you're talking about before having like a heel and a face time up team up to be a tag team. And again, for me and I'll talk about this a little bit later, I think I'm okay with with the loss. That, that, that means that Chance and Carter are getting the long overdue call to the main roster. Um, I think that they, you know, I, I see them as, as, you know, I think I see them as being fun opponents, like the underdogs fighting the uncrowned future tag team champions, Ronda and, and Shayna. So for me, like, I'm cool with this match ending if it means that they're getting the call to the main roster. I didn't really care for the Apollo Cruz match and Carmella match. I feel like it was the worst match they've had. It was just kind of slow to me. Um, but but I love I love their entrances though I thought that was a really cool entrance for Carmelo and a really cool entrance for Apollo and again for me uh, he is him you know like 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 Carmelo says he's definitely gonna be the guy I bet I bet the house on him him beating Braun Breaker at Standing Deliver but again I just thought the match was kind of slow the NXT tag titles I, I didn't really like seeing I didn't really like the tag team change to me. Like I want to uh, hopefully if they're not going to utilize New Day on on WrestleMania and I don't really see them having a road to WrestleMania, I kind of wish they would have just kept the tag titles on them until Stanley Deliver. Why not keep them keep it on them and sell a few more tickets? I really did, I wasn't really a fan of that title change switch. And again, because to me like have and again get it back to the main roster. But to me, I would had this year beat them for the tag titles and not 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 um Gallus. Um, a great win for Roxanne Perez. And again, I thought that was a really good um a really good way to utilize toxic attraction and again for me like i think the theme of the show to me was kind of showing to me i hope it is the theme is who these people who lost are going to be people that are going to be called to the main roster because i think toxic attraction made roxanne look good in that in that win again she beat two women and i thought that was a fun way to kind of um utilize those women on the way out the door but i do think it's time for toxic attraction move up to the main roster and again the main event i thought that was a really good win for um for for um, Braun Breaker, I think Grayson Waller did his did his thing. You know, I don't see him being NXT champion. I definitely, I know that I've, I've read in I've read on all the different um, websites how they are all a big fan of Grayson Waller. To me, I do think Chad Frost going to come out of retirement and give him one last match because if he saw him inter- interrupt the NXT uh, post show, I, I think we might get Chad, you know, Chad Frost versus Grayson Waller, NXT Stand and Deliver. Who knows? But again, to me, I feel like Grayson Waller is getting the call up. You know, and I think I think after that, you know, I think after Mania, based on what we saw last night, I think we see Braun Breaker, Grayson Waller, Katana, Chance, and Carter get called up, Toxic Attraction, Indy, Zoe Starks, and then I see Pretty Deadly also getting the call up as well. But I thought it was a really good, I thought it was a really good, uh, again, it started off really good and then it ended well, and, you know, the middle was kind of eh. But it was a good showing for them. It was, and again, it was just really great to see them in front of a, a crowd that big, and out of a performance center. And I'm really glad that that um, that those people showed up to see a good card for them. Again, kudos.
0: Yeah, I think this was one hell of a premium live event for the NXT brand. Well, I mentioned earlier before we recorded, I loved every match except the steel cage match. They started off really good before they got in the cage with attacking each other. But it just, I think it kind of got a little too boring in some ways. I do like the fact that right at the tail end where they finally decided to go home, having Waller basically tell Brombreaker, hey, just finish me, finish me. And we saw that hellacious spear he gave Waller right there to give him that one, two, three. Other than that, sometimes when you do change the stipulations of a steel cage match where you're It's a pinfall submission, only way to win. It kind of takes away from the heel. But I also understand you didn't want to get that cheap heel heel win either. Especially when you got MJF over at AEW as their world champion. I think they would have got the criticism if they would have had Grayson Waller take the championship off Braun. I think the better direction to go right now, like you said, I think Carmelo is the person to... Take that championship off Braun, and I think it's time for Braun to step up and go to the main roster. I'm not really going to break down anything else except for seeing Dabakato return at the tail end there, the two out of three falls match with Apollo Crews and Carmel Hayes. We eventually see Dabakato try to, well, not try, but he did stop an interference from Trick Williams, but after the match, you just saw the reaction on his face where. You knew he was going to turn on Apollo, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that storyline. Whether it's Davokato really upset that Apollo Crews went to NXT and not bring him with him, or who knows. It's going to definitely play out, but I hope they can somehow rebound the Davokato character there in NXT, because again, when they did the Raw Underground, they did Davokato no justice by. Having Braun Strowman make his way with him, it kind of really weakened. In fact, if you ever listen to Busted Open Radio, you heard, uh, what the hell's his name? Just blew my mind. Dave LaGreca? Yes, thank you. Dave LaGreca, oh man, he went off on a tangent on Dabakato. He basically just told him, don't ever show up on TV again, you fuck nut, and all this. I'm like, whoa. I mean, okay, I can understand that. I can understand a little displeasure with the character, but I don't think that was necessarily all on Dala either. I mean, I kind of think that was on WWE for not having the guy ready either, so... But they moved that character way too fast and then kind of sh- took a shit on him, and that wasn't fair to Dala either. Um, it looks like we do have a request for a mic here, and I'm going to give it to him. Um, hopefully... All right. And I just gave the request to Aaron Martin there. Aaron, did you have something to say about Vineyards Day or any of the programming this week?
4: From everything that's happened, from what you just said, last night it was kind of confusing that Dabba Kata would even show up, try to help, but then turn on Cruz. Because like, that would be the case of why did he do what he did? Maybe because he wasn't called up. Or maybe you were just dead weight that you, you, he used you to make himself the guy when he was Intercontinental Champion. And then you would get upset just because he didn't call you off from NXT. Whatever the storyline, they're trying to make sense out of it. I don't know. I mean, you got to give it something perspective, but what is the point? And then you look at what the match with Braun Breaker, Grace of Wall, like they try to put something to, to deliver, and then wait Braun Breaker straight up spear – Grayson Waller, like this was his last time being here. Because I thought to myself, this would be a time that Grayson Waller brings all this heat to say, hey, I told you I was the guy that's going to outsmart Braun Breaker, but they didn't didn't pull the trigger. They said, no, no, no. Let's give Carl Middle Haynes a chance. You see what he's been doing lately? He is him. And that's all it is. That's how it's going to be. Because when he shoots, he don't miss. I just like the guy's gimmick. I like what he brings to the table. From breakout star, two-time NXT North American champion. And some people would say, why he's not in the main roster? Because they want to make him the world champion in NXT. Then maybe they might pull the car and say, hey, come into the main roster after you get done being champion. Because Braun is about to leave sooner than we think. And then you see the tag team champions. You see now, Falahey and Kenneth James winning it, which I did not expect happen. But anything is possible with somebody that don't get along. Got to figure out a way to work together. So we're gonna see Katana Chance and Ken Carter being in the main roster go after the tag team titles as well. And then you look at the other tag teams. New Day is no longer champion. You got Goulet. Gulick, who are now Tag Team Champions at the time, they were suspended and felt like maybe it was time for them to come back and give them the titles to see how legit they can be because of who they are from coming out of the UK. And then Roxy Perez, she is a survivor against toxic attraction. I just felt like how they tried to do it, just because of what they did to their leader and thinking, hey, let's give these two a chance to draw each other, trying to figure out a way to beat Roxy, but That was not the plan. They wanted to use Roxy to make sure that she becomes a sole survivor, that anything is possible. And now we're going to wait to see who's her next opponent that's willing to go after her for the title. And uh, looking at the NXT Vengeance Day, I guess it was pretty good. To me, I would give this rank somewhere from 1 out of 10 to like, uh, let's see, from uh, like a 6 or a 7, I would say. I mean, they did something, but just a little more... A little more too. I mean, it's like when you look at the match, some were good, and some that it's not. It's not good, but they tried. You know, I, I give. It, I give it to them.
0: Yeah, I, I. You know, and I respect that. I. I, like I said. I still think it was one of their better ones in quite some time. Uh, a lot of surprises did take place that I didn't even expect. Like I said, oh that was <laughs> on nobody's radar. Um, Thallon Hanley, Kiana James, I don't think anyone was expecting them to get their own in the streak for Katana Chance and Caden Carter. I think they mentioned they were the longest reigning women's tag team champions, even on the WWE side. So, I mean, that's a big accomplishment. They should hang their heads high on, not hang their heads, but hold their heads high on. Um,
4: yeah, seems to me.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean... it. But other than that, yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. It was a pretty decent premium live event for what it was. Mm -hmm.
4: And now you have to look at the other tag teams and thinking, now Alba Fire, who's now alliance with somebody that she had a match with, they had a bit of issues with, and that's Iza Dawn. And it's like, okay, I see what they're trying to do here. But let's see how this will really work. Because these two have history. And now that they went from bitter enemies to now a partnership, you think to yourself this might be a chance they could take the title away for them quick, if they want, if people in the back want to, because it's like let's see how this goes first before they go after the titles. Let's see how that goes.
0: Yeah, and I think that was after watching that last night. I the first thing I thought was I think they're just gonna have Fallon Henley in. Kiana James basically just be the what they call the paper paper, paper slash transitional champions. Yeah, interim. Yeah, transitional. They're, yeah. they're just they're just going to hold it until they have a better team in place. So, and I think that's where uh, pretty much Aaron hit it right on the head. I think we're going to see the team of Isla Dawn and Alba Fire take that take those championships off Fallon and Kiana.
4: Yeah, I mean. We're just not feeling the tag the tag team that we never we did not expect. I didn't expect it myself. And then from looking at other matches that we're seeing, and now that whatever happens Tuesday night, now that uh, ones that's retained and others that's now changed, we're going to have to see what these tag teams, both men and the women's division, of how they're going to make this tag team division something interesting that can deliver and make sure that it keeps pushing and pushing until we see new tag teams that we can be impressed by, so we'll see what happens.
2: And I think I think part of this too that we're seeing that with this again with this thing, and again what I was talking about earlier is I think like uh, last um, I, I saw online where you know like Triple H and now that that's him and Sean running things together, you know you're going to have more time for you know like if they're going to call somebody up, they're they're being given more of a heads up. So I think that that this is the start of this I've seeing these, these people get called up like like a, like a Grayson Waller or like a like a Katana and ch- like a chance and Carter, um, like a, like a, um, like a pretty deadly. And I think, and again, I think now like you're going to see them kind of get another shot. Maybe I send and deliver and they'll lose again and they get the call up. So it's kind of giving Shawn Michaels or excuse me, Chad Chad Frost enough time to, um, to tie storylines, you know, and to me, I think a fun, a fun and exciting storyline for Grayson Waller would be like, why not I have him fight Chad Frost again, like a stand deliver. And then if he wins, he gets to go to the main roster, you know, and he gets to get away from him. So, I think this is just the way of them tying up storylines and, and knowing who they're going to lose more. And I think it's, I think, and again, I think this is going to build into what we're going to see in, in April, which is going to be their big, big card, you know? So again, I think it's, it's all good for everybody. I think it's going to be a win-win.
0: It's time for our top tens And it's going to be an interesting one I'm sure for all of us this week We're just going to go ahead and read our entire Top tens per person So Heather, why don't you go ahead and start off With your ten leading up to your number one
1: Okay, number ten I put Paulo Cruz Number nine, Roxanne Perez Number eight, Christopher Daniels Number seven, Brian Cage Number six, Takeshita Number five, Hayman Adam Page. Number four, John Moxley. Number three, Darby Allen. Number two, Carmelo Hayes. And number one, Wesley.
0: Awesome. And Carlos, why don't you go ahead and go with yours?
2: So my number 10 was Roosh. Number nine was Darby Allen. Number eight was Jade Cardhill. Number seven was Chad Gable. Number six was The Elite. Number five was Charlotte Flair. Number four was Seth Rollins. Number three was Dijack. Number two was Roxana Perez. And my number
0: one also was Wesley. Awesome. And going with mine, I at number ten, and I'm so sorry, Heather. I put John Moxley. Number nine, Fallon Henley and Keanu James. My number eight, Sonia Deville. Number seven, Konoski Takeshita. Six, Darby Allen. Five, Samoa Joe. My number four went to Wesley, number three Jade Jade Cargill, two Roxanne Perez, and my number one went to Carmelo Hayes. And uh, while we're at it, if anybody else has uh, a top ten, you're welcome to go ahead and cue up your microphone. Um, it was definitely an interesting week of wrestling, for sure. So, uh, one second here as I'm now adding or granting a request to Lloyd here. All right, I think we got him now. Hello, what's Greg. going on, guys? How's it going? Going all right. What about yourselves? Doing great. Do you have anything on this week's programming? Um, I mean, this week was
3: interesting week. I mean, it wasn't a very good week. But we had, like, if, if I think if the storytelling wouldn't have been there between Roman and Sammy this week, I don't think we would have had anything good here, like, especially for SmackDown. SmackDown, it's like we got, I don't know, Storm and Ricochet, I don't know what they're doing there. Like, the best thing WWE's got right now is the story being told between the Bloodline. Because me, I'm a story guy, I'm not one that, like, I don't like a match basically for no reason. I want to know why this match is happening. You know, I'm one that I don't just want to throw two random guys in there and they have a match, just to be having a match. But that's just my personal opinion. Like, like, and I think AEW does too much of that. They do too much of the random, thrown togetherness. But it is what it is. But I mean, last night's last night's show was all right. Uh, takeover, or they're not takeovers anymore. Um, yeah, last night was all right. I just, I don't know, like, we only had two title changes. I thought for sure Jack was going to win the North American title. I don't know how he broke his finger. I don't know what spot did it. But, yeah, Braun Breaker retained. That was, I thought for sure they were going to let Grayson Waller go over, and then when I found out that, like, it was no escape and the only way to win was by pinfall or submission, I figured Braun was going to keep it. Now, do they go the route of Braun beating Carmelo or do they let Braun retain like after stand and deliver and maybe he come to the main roster as NXT champion and vacate the title? Who knows? But yeah. I am I mean, my week was pretty much wrapped up there. We got the elimination chamber for the U.S. title. Um, that's interesting. U.S. title elimination chamber. Dynamite. I don't know. I didn't think Dynamite was all that great this week.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you for coming on and expressing those. It's, Glad to have you on here too. So, I think is this? Yeah, your thing? I think you followed me.
3: I think you followed me, and you've been in one of my spaces. I think.
0: Yeah, I try to get into a lot of the other wrestling podcast spaces as much as I can. Been kind of a little tied up this last month and a half with a new position at my job, so I'm trying to make my rounds with everyone still and all that. In fact, I just uh, followed you on my personal account now, so. um but, yeah, cool. Glad to have you aboard, and look forward to talking to you more here in the in your future. So, All right. Thank you. All right. Aaron, did you have anything more to talk about? Or? Yeah, because, you
4: know, for what he was just talking about, from looking at what's going on in the main, roster, main brand that's going on, I mean, you now see that the bloodline is falling apart just a little bit because of what Sammy did to Roman. It's, you really started to think that Sammy was one of them, but he wasn't. Because ever since Kevin Owens came in the picture, he just, he couldn't do it. He cared about him too much, even though he said his friendship was over. But he knew that being involved with Kevin Owens, he did what he did. And yeah, you got your title match. But we all know that's not. he's not going to do what he thinks he's going to do. It's going to be because word's getting out that even if he don't win, he and Kevin Owens will get after those tag team titles. And whatever Jay Uso is at right now, he's not in his right mind because he trusted him. Because of everything that happened for those months, he didn't trust Sammy and it backfired on him. Because wherever he is, his mind is, is like dark cloud and they got a match next week with the tag titles on the line Friday night. And you look at Raw, you see Rhea Ripley now. To me, I would love for Rhea Ripley to be a champion at WrestleMania. Because of what she's done ever since she joined the Judgment Day, she's more dangerous than ever. And someone compared to her to the, the ninth wonder of the world, China. God rest her soul. Because knowing what she has done lately from the UK to the NXT to, to the WWE, she has shown that she is more worthy of being the face of this company now that she's going to get Charlotte Flair. Maybe this is her time to finally slay the queen that she couldn't do when she when she lost to her years ago. This is her chance to prove that she's worth every minute. Everybody loves Rhea Ripley. Because to me, anything is possible for somebody that has failed to adapt to what they went through. And now that she has a revenge plan to give out to Charlotte Flair, maybe this is her time now. Because if, if you don't believe me, if they don't believe that, then you're looking at the wrong picture. Because everybody should believe that this is Rhea Ripley's time. That she should be the SmackDown Women's Champion. That she can make the women's division feel like this is the best thing for her. Like, give give Rhea Ripley a chance to win the title at WrestleMania. To have her moment. To be worth something. Because because Charlotte Flair being back and getting the title, okay. She can do what she wants but I think they're doing this for a chance to see Rhea Ripley get an opportunity. So like I said, give Rhea Ripley a chance to be the SmackDown Women's Champion and make her moment shine at WrestleMania.
0: All right. Heather, Carlos, did you either, you have anything else to add? I don't. carlos might be on his way to work here <laughs> or at work right now so
3: yeah i, I, I added like all you guys uh, aaron's been in a few of my spaces already um yeah i'm pretty sure you have under your podcast account i just yeah i'm sure you have john uh, carlos i just followed him i just followed heather so like i, I followed everybody so yeah we're, we're good
0: awesome Cool. Yeah, looking forward to talking with you in the future. And like any everyone else, we always welcome all wrestling fans to come on and join us at any time we do our spaces. So we appreciate. And I mean, it. I'm
3: I'm not just like a WWE fan. I'm not an AEW fan. I'm a I'm a wrestling fan. Yeah. So it's like if it's good, I'm gonna say it's good. If it's bad, I'm gonna say it's bad.
0: No, nope. and that's your duty as a wrestling fan. I mean, that's. That's basically what our platform is about is given our reviews, you know we're all different in how we see everything. we don't always agree one hundred percent, but that's that's the platform we build here is to be you know very respectful of everyone's opinions and there's no wrong opinion that's the that's the beauty of being a wrestling fan here is. You can like whatever you want, and none of us are going to judge you for it. It's just everybody. Right, no, everybody no, has I, different tastes. But Carlo? but
3: I I don't what I don't like though is tribalism, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not like I'm not a I'm not an AEW tribalism, WWE tribalism. I'm a wrestling fan, okay. So like like I said, how how AEW had this stupid the stupid thing happening of. They didn't explain why, like CM Punk and the Elite. We all know why, but for like storyline kayfabe purposes, why they didn't explain why they were stripped of their titles and all this, and they didn't explain where the Elite went, you know, and and just like now, how WWE is not explaining how the tag team titles, even though they're unified, are being defended separately. How Like, like either way, it doesn't make any sense. Explain to me how this is possible if they are unified.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, they never really went into detail why they all of a sudden have been trying to defend them as, a, as the separate brands. But I think deep down, we know that it's coming down to, hey, the networks want their championships back. Because, you know, I can imagine USA and Fox are having kittens about... Hey, we oh, I'm sure. we want our separate champions, but they never really did a real great storytelling as to why we're now gonna finally separate them, and that's that's the problem when you do unification uh, unifications on titles like that. Because yeah, it's cool that you're unifying them, but unless you're <laughs> sticking to like a one channel company. It's not making any sense to unify them, I and I think it's now kind of backfired on WWE a little bit because before this happened, you know, Fox wanted Brock Lesnar as their guy, and USA wanted Bray Wyatt as their guy, and it turned out the talents wanted the exact opposite, <laughs> and so right. and so now everything's kind of a mess. But I think WWE is kind of slowly trying to. Put the pieces back together now with Hunter being in charge, and I'm hoping. I'll say
3: Vince. Vince left us with. Let, 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 let's let's be honest here. I don't know if your show is a PG show or not. I don't know. Usually, whenever I do my spaces it's not.
0: <laughs> well, apparently, uh, you haven't listened to Heather lately, so yeah, we're not PG.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, well, basically, Vince left us with a cluster All right. And and Triple H is trying to go back and fix all the dumb shit that Vince McMahon fucked up. But, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, but, like, the way they should have done it, the way they should have done it, and this is just, I'm, I'm not a booker, I'm not a writer, I've never worked on that end of the business, so I really don't know what goes into doing this, but as a fan, as somebody who's been watching my whole life, I'm looking at it from a perspective of, okay, well, maybe the route they should have gone would be like Adam Pierce say, look, guys, I'm tired of you guys taking Monday Night Raw hostage. I'm tired of you guys coming in here, trying to hostile takeover. And then they could have went that way of explaining why the titles are separate instead of just, oh, yeah, this is going to be for these titles.
0: I don't know. Yeah, the buildup could definitely be much better. I mean, a little more detailed, I guess I should say. And that's where I think they just lack a little bit in detailing. And on that note, we're getting a little desperate for being out of time here. So we're going to get right to the closing credits. Thank you to Lipson for hosting our podcast and getting us on every available platform there is. Also want to say you can go to our website, www.wrestlingfansinsight, insight spelled I-N-C-I-T-E, dot com you can go there listen to all of our podcast episodes and we also have links to all your favorite platforms whether it's iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Good Pods, Ghana Deezer, Boomplay, and YouTube and much more. You can also go to our group page on Facebook, The Fans of Pro Wrestling, and interact with us there. But we also are on Twitter. Be sure to look up our show notes here where you can find all of our Twitter handles. And more importantly, you can also leave us a voicemail or text at 385 367 4772. And unfortunately, we did not have enough time to do our shout outs, and we will try to get back on track for that next week. For Heather, Carlos, and myself, thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Once again, we will be back Sunday, next Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, here on Twitter Space, and we look forward to seeing you then. Have a great week, everyone.